0: Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour, 800 941 Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Joe did not have a great cognitive day again yesterday as he goes to Georgia. Georgia has, by the way, the most accessible, some of the most accessible voting laws in the country. 17 days early in-person voting, uh, a drop box in every single district in Georgia, uh, no excuse mail-in balloting available for people with, with the proper ID. Let's see, the state of Delaware, they have zero in-person early voting days. They have no drop boxes. Uh, you have to provide a reason if you want an absentee ballot. Both states, by the way, have voter ID. But he goes to Georgia, just like the the attorney general is going after Georgia and Texas. Why aren't they going after Delaware? Joe, in 5,587,000 years representing that state, never brought the issue up one time. Anyway, uh, but he had a hard time yesterday, first calling Kamala Harris the president, then lying about getting arrested at, at a civil rights event. Listen.
1: Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol... To observe one of those before and after moments in American history. I did not walk in the shoes of generations of students who walked these grounds. But I walked other grounds. Because I'm so damn old I was there as well. (laughs) They think I'm kidding, man. Seems like yesterday, the first time I got arrested anyway.
0: A lie. And he's told that lie many, many times. Uh, Then he goes on. Now, remember, uh, we have a whole montage of every Democrat, you know, ending with Chucky Schumer saying that that we become a banana republic if we get rid of the filibuster. But they're trying to get rid of the filibuster uh, to get this new to nationalize unconstitutionally. Uh, the manner of of how elections are are set up in the states that is specifically designed in the constitution for states uh but anyway on voting rights do republicans want to be on the side of george wallace bull connor and jefferson davis by the way how many of them are democrats listen
1: so i ask every elected official in america how do you want to be remembered at consequential moments in history they present a choice Do you want to be on the side of Dr. King or George Wallace? Do you want to be on the side of John Lewis or Bull Connor? Do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln or Jefferson Davis? This is the moment to decide to defend our elections, to defend our democracy.
0: Now, what do you want for election integrity? Voter ID, signature verification, chain of custody controls so that nobody can cheat. Uh, updated voter rolls and partisan observers watching the vote count up close from start to finish. And no, illegal immigrants should not have the right to vote. Like New York City just gave illegal immigrants over a million of them the right, the right to vote in municipal elections. Anyway, here to weigh in on this and the horrific economic news of the, of the day. Uh, our friend Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina. He's really the senior senator of South Carolina. I know (laughs) Lindsey Graham thinks he's the senior senator, but he's not. Um, Senator Scott, how are you, my friend?
2: I'm doing really well, Sean, except for yesterday, watching the president of the United States insult the American people, offend Southerners, and just bring up vulgar negative images of who we were 100 years ago and 50 years ago and completely deny the fact of progress it was it was just insulting sean but other than that i'm doing well
0: Uh, other than that you're doing fine well just historically we know that lincoln is you know the Republican republican party is the party of lincoln and if you go back to the 64 civil rights act the voting rights act of 65 uh... that people like joe biden's friend robert uh... the former klansman bird filibustered and remember joe biden i don't think history will be kind to him uh, because he joined with the former Klansmen in the 70s to stop uh, segregation of schools and 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 stop school busing, because in his words, he didn't want public schools to become racial jungles. Um, I don't think that will be uh, I, I guess maybe I'm one of the few that remember the, this event. Kamala Harris remembered it during the primary.
2: No doubt about that. One of the things that we keep seeing playing out is that you look at the contrast between then Senator Kamala Harris and the vice president on the stage, you would think that it would be hard for them to be in the same administration. It is harder to believe, however, that America's progress will not be, has not been highlighted by the president of the United States. How in the world they have chosen power over the people they serve, is a it's an affront to every good-minded, everyday person like me and you, Sean, and millions of Americans who agree that America has made progress, and yet our president wants to drag us back to the Jim Crow South.
0: Disgusting. You know, I, I, I look at, for example, the numbers. You've seen the numbers today. Inflation now at its highest level in 40 years at 7%. Um, now, Joe Biden said, you know, remember, this is going to be transitory, transitory, transitory. Uh, I think it's it's the peak of the crisis, he said, and I think you'll see a change sooner, quicker, than, and more rapidly than most people think. It's not changing. The chair of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, yesterday saying this year's economy will come Uh, down to today's inflation report, meaning, and it was a disaster. Now, what does that mean for the average American family? Uh, The Biden inflation tax cost them $5,000 each.
2: Exactly. And, John, remember, we have have something to contrast. During the Trump years, we saw household income go up about $4,400 because of tax cuts and because of the inflationary effects in this economy, economy we've seen household income go down by $5,000. But let's be more specific. For a person on a fixed income, driving their car to work is now 50 to 70% more expensive than it was just in December of 2020. If you're cold because of the cold front, guess what? The the cost of it taking care of your household and heating it 30 percent increase food i mean fish meat fruit all up heading towards double digits and the bottom line is this inflationary effect is a tax increase and it amounts to a pay cut because your spending power is down under this president even though it was up under president trump there cannot be a better uh, contrast than the one we're seeing playing out in America's economy. And the people that are hurt the most, Sean, are the most vulnerable people working paycheck to paycheck, living on the margins. And they're asking, where did my money go? The answer is the Biden economy is one built on inflation.
0: You know what I'm really afraid of now? we're all We're all feeling it. We're all paying more. You know, it starts. You know, every time we go to fill up our gas tank, because he abandoned energy independence and artificially reduced the, the world supply of of energy as the demand remains constant. That's why we were paying about a buck fifty more a gallon for gasoline. You know, that's twenty, twenty five, thirty bucks every time you fill up your tank. It's estimated the average family will be paying an extra thousand dollars this year just to heat their homes. Everything we buy in every store is now costing more. And here's a number that scares me. The average U.S. household with debt now owes $155,622. Now, Senator, I don't think the average household is going to ever be able to make that up. Do you?
2: Listen, the the national debt under this president has just skyrocketed, and the household burden only increases exponentially every single day he's been in office. Think about a COVID spending package that only had 1% for vaccines and less than 10% for COVID-related health. In other words, they spent $1.7 trillion on progressive priorities that's bankrupting our country. And that becomes a debt that is hard to pay back for the average American working their tails off paycheck to paycheck. It is frustrating to watch this administration tell OPEC, please produce more energy, and to tell the greatest energy independent country on earth to to produce less that's the, that's us by the way it, it, it's just remarkable the misalignment of this president with the priorities of our country
0: now we're going to see i think i think the republicans can win the house fairly easily this election cycle coming up i, I don't want to make a prediction this far out but i would say i can't point to a single thing that joe biden has done that it, that he could say is successful not one Um, And then we have the Senate in play. And if you want to talk about bellwether Senate races, we got Senator Rubio. I think he'll win Florida. I think Herschel Walker will win in in Georgia. I really believe uh, he's he's running a great campaign. Uh, You will win in South Carolina is my prediction, although they they always come after you and I don't take it for granted.
2: No, sir. We never take that for granted.
0: And North Carolina is uh, is more of a swing state than it used to be. So that makes me nervous. We don't have a candidate yet. I think the president of the Senate will run in New Hampshire. Then we've got Pennsylvania. I'm, I happen to be supporting Dr. Oz there. I think he will do a phenomenal job. I can't believe he's given up his, all that money to be a senator. He's out of his mind. Uh, Ron Johnson, I hope, wins Wisconsin. Yes. I think we win Ohio. Uh, then we have uh attorney general Burnovich out in arizona and we have laxalt in nevada um i i mean you can't have a bigger bellwether senate year than than this coming year what are your thoughts on it
2: Listen, i'm more excited about 2022 every single day of this year than i was last year We're, we're producing and recruiting highly competent qualified candidates across the board and redistricting will help us win back the house plus the progressive failures Of the far left that now control the Democrat Party it is being rejected by the American people whole cloth that's great news for America's future when we reject the the one-way ticket to socialism this is a path in the wrong direction and when you combine that with good candidate recruits we are in good shape
0: all right so we know that Joe Biden now is pushing to eliminate the filibuster And I'm not sure why they think it's a bad thing. I mean, you need a vaccination card in New York if you want to even go to a restaurant. Your kid needs one to go to a restaurant, even a five-year-old. So my question is, if certain integrity measures need to be in place, I believe voter ID needs to be in place. Signature verification should be in place. Uh, Chain of custody. In other words, when mail-in ballots come, they need to be put in one room with a camera so everybody can watch it 24-7. Uh, I also would update voter rolls. Most states have laws that partisan observers get to watch the count start to finish. That didn't happen in 2020. And I would add illegal immigrants, like in Vermont and New York City, should not be allowed to vote. Is there anything that is restrictive in, in that set of rules that I'm laying out that every state, I believe, should adopt?
2: Well, Sean, let's just put it clearly. You were talking about common sense reforms. That makes it easier to vote and harder to cheat. That's what America wants. That's what we deserve. And that's what we should get. No one can disagree with what you just laid out, which is a path to making it easier for the American citizen, not like well, New York but
0: why City. Did, why are they so against voter ID, the same people that want us to have vaccination cards?
2: Not only do you have to have a vaccination card, but you also need a voter ID. You need, you need to have an ID in some of these major cities with your vaccination card. Think about this. In cities like Chicago and Los Angeles and New York, half of the African-American population who are strongly opposed to these vaccine mandates can't go take their families to dinner in those cities because they don't have a vaccine card because they're against the mandate but two-thirds of hispanics over 60 percent of blacks 80 percent of whites all say that a voter id makes sense every single demographic in this country supports the voter id because we want to know Who's voting? That's good news. And signature verification for mail-in ballots. It's like common. It's critical. Sense.
0: It's common critical, sense.
2: Absolutely must have it. Well,
0: last quick, quick question. I've heard your name mentioned numerous times in conversations that people would like to see you one day run for president. Would you ever do that?
2: Well, I gotta tell you what, there's no opening for presidency of my homeowners association right now. So <laughs> I gotta tell you what, I better win my reelection next year. You just named a bunch of candidates who needed to win <laughs> next year. Yeah. Uh, every Friday night there's a football game, and you win the first one, and you see what the next one looks like. So I'm thankful that we that get was that was crazy. one
0: of the better dodges of that question that I've ever heard. Better answers. Uh, thank you, Senator Tim Scott. We appreciate you always being with us.
2: Well, Sean, come to Charleston. Let's go to halls steakhouse and have a good dinner
0: it's on me sounds great 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program when we come back we'll hit the phones Hannity tonight we got a great show 9 eastern fox news as we continue all right 25 now till the top of the hour 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program uh sue is in the great state of tennessee sue how are you glad you called
3: I am great and it's good to hear you from Tennessee having fled California just two months ago.
0: Man, I know so many people that are now moving to Tennessee like Franklin County Tennessee and and I lived um, 90 uh, well 90 minutes south on 65 you know where that is in Athens, I- Alabama.
3: I sure do. Drove through Alabama on a trip down to Florida and then settled back in here. So we're up in Spring Hill and love the area. The South has got it made.
0: What's on your mind today?
3: Well, let's see. I got a, I got a sophomore nursing student down in the great state of Texas. Got a call yesterday after putting her on a plane. Uh, family came down with COVID from my doctors, pulled it out, got ivermectin, got a husband who had it, daughter got it. Um, got her back, and she said that she has been told that probably in the fall when she starts her rotations, she's going to have to get the vaccination, which I call the shot, which is absolutely ridiculous. She's a 4.0 student. I mean, great kid, and now she's like, what do I do? Do I double major? Do I change my major? It's just unbelievable. It's just unbelievable.
0: You know, I, I'm i very, very torn For for people like yourself, what I don't understand is why there is not at least a testing option. Now, we know that all of these vaccines, fully vaccinated people with boosters, even people with natural immunity are are now testing positive. I know in my own life, that's just a fact. So the question is, why are not we more focused on therapeutics, which is where I, I think we need to be? Now, if they want a safe work environment and they offer you an option, which would be, okay, you come in every day, you do a rapid test, and you, you're negative, you go in. It, t- it takes 10 minutes. It's not a big deal. To me, it's not a big deal. To other people, they they hate the thought of having to do that. For me, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, that's my my personal view. But But they're not giving them the option. So here you have your daughter who wants to serve people. And my all three of my sisters at some point became nurses and they all left it. But just as a point, they made it. And here she has a dream to do that. And this now hangs over her head. I I wish I could tell you what to do. I don't know. I don't feel like it's my place to tell people what to do in terms of COVID. I don't know anything about her medical history or current condition. I don't know anything about, you know, she I think you just mentioned she has natural immunity at this point. I mean, she's not even eligible for the shot for, I think, what, three months from now. Um, right. But it's, you know, I would just say this as a, as a parent, and, and my kids are older as well, and one is out of college and one is still in college. You know, I just say, I just try to be a supportive parent. What do you want to do? Tell me what you want to do. What is your choice? And, yeah. you know, th- think it through. And, you know, I always tell them, you know, my dreams came true because nobody told me what to do. I followed my own way. And yeah. I, so I try to urge that in them with the great insistence. A, they got to finish college, whether they like it or not. One of my kids, I won't mention which one, was pretty much a wise ass. Well, you didn't finish that and you did okay. I'm like, well, I didn't have any money to finish. <laughs> That's not the case with you. I have your money put away for your college. Don't hand me this crap. <laughs> That's. Um, but, <laughs> you know, so I feel true. sorry for her. I mean, it's, it's, a, I just don't know what to tell you. I, I, I think I, it's, can you get a religious exemption, a medical exemption of any kind for her?
3: Well, I've got a religious exemption. I'll pull that one out when we have to. You know, I, I just sit and think we have such a shortage in healthcare professionals. And it was so sad here that we had to call frontline doctors just to get everybody on ivermectin, which, you know, hydrochloroquine I got on one of my kids. But I'm sitting here going, they're sending people back in that maybe are COVID positive to get them back out in the workforce. And I'm like going, here's my thought. Either wake up, woke people, or you know. But then the Lord needs to come. You know, I'm at the point going, I can't change it. I can support her, and I'm just hoping that our administration and well, whoever maybe in, maybe I in can, a strange
0: way, you know, this gives her reason to pause and and really dig deep inside and 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 decide what she really wants to do. You know, true. maybe maybe this look. What I found with my kids when they've changed their mind on on some big things. You know, at first I question it, but then I see that they're happy making that choice. And and I have a funny feeling your daughter, she sounds like a, a an, an exceptional young woman. She'll she'll be able to figure this out with your help and love and support. I believe that.
3: Oh, yeah. I do, too. You just want your go-getters to get what they want. She wants to be in pediatrics, and that's been her love. Well, so, I have
0: you know, an idea. If she's a to... 4-0 student, why didn't she become a doctor?
3: Gosh, then you got the liability and all that. Oh, wait, maybe frontline doctor. What, she's gonna be a well, high I, mean, I don't know.
0: My niece became an OBGYN doctor, and she loves her job. Absolutely loves it. And and she's yeah. in Texas. She's my goddaughter as yeah. well. And um, I think it's a very noble thing to want to help sick people. I really do. But I, oh, I, yeah. I wish you both the best, okay?
3: Thanks, Sean. Hey, you got a great program. And let me tell you, from California... I used to drive around. I was a DoorDasher and an Instacarter during the whole pandemic and I would oh, look wow. at you and get so fired up and then I finally came by here and then I put you on and we used to listen to you while she was back home from college and oh my gosh terrific support
4: you. Yeah. Love you. It's just great to be able to talk to well,
0: you. our prayers are with you and your family and your daughter sounds amazing. Take a bow, mom. You did a good job.
4: More than a movie is back with season 2 of the award-winning film podcast and this time
0: 800 uh, 941 Sean, Let's go to Wyoming. Dan is next, Sean Hannity Show. What's up, Dan? How are you?
5: I'm great, Sean. Great to talk to you. Uh, yeah, I live here in the uh, free state of Wyoming, and uh, I heard your interview with uh, Harriet Hageman yesterday, and I just wanted to make a couple comments. Sure. Yeah, she's she's a great person. I think she'll make a great representative for our state, She's uh, ready to stand up to Cheney. Cheney has basically committed political suicide here in Wyoming. And, you know, she's called Trump supporters radicals, of which I'm one. And I I just uh I'm just looking forward to the to the primary this, this coming summer. Uh Harriet Hageman's been representing in the back in a back way uh the states, the western states by fighting Clinton and his uh, land grabbing that was in the 90s, and Obama and his land and water grabbing. Uh, I was, you know, I'll was be honest, I,
0: I was very impressed with her yesterday. We're going to have her on TV also, but uh, she she was very impressive.
5: She, she's a great lady, and, and the people here in Wyoming are in full support of her. We're all really pretty fed up with uh, Cheney and her treachery. And uh, I just wanted to thank you for having her on. It was a good moment to, to hear her on national TV or radio. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing her on TV, too. And I, I wanted to thank you very much. You're a great American.
0: Well, we appreciate you being with us. We love our friends in Wyoming, and it's a beautiful part of the country. Uh, appreciate it, Dan. Thank you. We, Rob is in Montana. That's what we need to do, by the way. We, we need to get. A, a, a ranch what do you think we'll, we'll put the whole show on a ranch somewhere out there and we'll we'll call it Yellowstone Hannity what do you think Linda
3: I mean I'm a big fan of anything that gets me out of the eastern block of the country which is what I now refer <laughs> I to it as yeah uh, you know block. I'm out I'm done you know they can all go suck it um I don't know if I can say that on air but uh putting that aside I By would like way, for to you that's
0: like the cleaned up version yeah I'm everything.
3: like that's not so bad right um I like Montana personally, big fan of Montana. So if we could do it in Montana, I
0: can go with you, man. I, you know, there are all these days I just sit and I think, what would it be like to live on a ranch? Anyway, Bob is in Montana. Uh, I'm sorry, Rob. Hey, how are John. you, Rob?
6: I'm good. How you doing, pal?
0: I'm good, sir. Glad you called.
6: I would, it would, it would be great to have you out here on a ranch in Montana
0: I just want I a baby ranch. That. Well, How big is a baby ranch? Like a 1,000 acres or what?
6: Nah, no, you can get... I worked on a ranch this past summer for a guy. He's got 12 acres out there. You can get everything you need done on 12 acres. Oh, that sounds you small. An airstrip, you can't put an airstrip on it or anything, but you can, you can, you can be sufficient out there, self-sufficient on 12 Do acres. Do people
0: have a lot of their own private airstrips?
6: You know what? Over in the Bitterroot Valley... Um, which is just south of Missoula, where I am. They, they do have a lot of helipads on those properties. And wow. they just extended the runway in Hamilton so they can start bringing in the the G4s and the G5s and the big boys. This, wow. this place is changing. It's unbelievable. A and lot of people buying
0: lo- a lot of acres out there. I know that for sure. Um, oh,
6: and I, housing. I mean, just, just regular, you know, front door downtown housing is is... Uh, an incredible thing to be dealing with too right now out here
0: any of these red states like for example you know i invest in in real estate and i can tell you that i'm looking at florida prices it's insane it is absolutely out of control insane and i don't see any end in sight because the migration has really only just begun i mean you still have baby boomers yet to retire and and all these hedge fund people that made you know tons of money, they're they're paying obscene prices for like oceanfront property down in Florida. It's incredible.
6: Yep. Oh yeah, it's in in it's my rent. I rent a little two bedroom uh, duplex. It's under a thousand square feet. They used right. to call Missoula poverty poverty with a view. You know, it was it was easy <laughs> to be poor in yeah. in Missoula, Montana, and now. My literally with no improvements, nothing. Only demand. Inc- my rent went from eight hundred to fifteen hundred dollars a month overnight.
0: Man, that's a lot of money. If for any
6: reason, if for any reason, my landlord decides to not renew my lease, I'm, I'm homeless. You can't. You cannot find housing out here. There's a guy, my neighbor, his kids. He was lucky enough to have his. He was all excited his his kids and his grandkids moved here from Wichita after getting a job as the head of security at the VA out here, he had to turn the job back down, move back to Wichita because he couldn't find a place to live.
0: Listen, my, my I don't know what your financial circumstances are. I, I do tell people, especially in growth areas. Now, I'm, I am I don't give real estate advice to New York because it's too um, fluid. I don't know how this is going to end up. Same with California. I can see property... Values decreasing significantly there, but you know these states that are on fire, um, like Florida, Texas, um, southern states, Tennessee, uh, North and South Carolina. Um, I, I'll tell you if you can, you, you buy a place and you hold it for a while, it's, it becomes your retirement. It's most people's biggest investment. And, you know, especially now we're now facing, according to Goldman Sachs, they they expect four interest rate hikes this year. So we have historically low interest rates. If you got if you have the ability, try and get your own little place. Doesn't matter how big it is. And hopefully it'll yep. increase in value and you get a good return on your investment. And and you can use that in your older years, you know, when you're settling down. Well you you said a
6: key phrase you said you, you you don't see any end in sight to 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 this property boom right
0: There and, will be. I mean there's an ebb and flow to every market but Of
6: course, and that's, that was my that's exactly what I mean. we don't we don't know where it's going to come from. The speculator in me knows it's out there. There's a boogeyman out there somewhere. I'm not afraid of it. I'm just waiting for it. You know, and then when when it happens, then I'll then I'll be able to go with my bag of dollars, hopefully they'll still be worth something. Um, and 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 snap something up. I mean it's just it's it's market cycles. I think we're just we're we're all very dramatic right now, that's for sure. I'll tell no, you what. But, the, man. But, I'm, but
0: I'm looking at the boom states. Where do people want to be? The Carolinas seem hot, uh, Tennessee yep. is on fire, Florida's on fire, Texas has been on fire, then adjoining states, Alabama and and, and uh Louisiana Uh, other southern states. You know where the people are flocking to red states and they're leaving blue states in droves? Um, Oh,
6: so I just moved here. I just moved to Missoula in in the summer of 2020. I'll I'll leave that story to the side. But every year I go back to Chicago. I have a Christmas tree lot business. I sell Christmas trees in downtown Chicago, and I get to hang out with my daughters. And the difference between uh, you're just, in ev- in every way Sean the difference between oh, your life day. in a big city between in your life out in 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 the mountains
0: it's, it's I got to go but I, there was a CNS news article by uh, Craig Bannister so many people fled California in 2021 that U-Haul ran out of one-way trucks to rent <laughs> that's how fast people are getting the hell out of there um anyway uh I'm jealous Rob you're living you know Clear skies and, and sunshine and, and mountains and, and horses and cattle. Uh, I, I, I kind of like it. Sounds good to me. Yellowstone, Hannity's Yellowstone. That's what we'll call it. All right. With each mortgage free home, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on their promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. The sacrifices they made for all of us. Now, our nation's heroes, the people that risk their lives for our country and our communities need your help. Now, they need your help now more than ever. Now, that's gold star and fallen first responder families with young children, our nation's most catastrophically injured first responders and vets and even homeless service members as well. They need your help. And that's where Tunnel to Towers Foundation comes in. Now, for some families, the foundation brings the comfort of knowing that they can stay in the home where they made their memories with their fallen loved ones. For others, while the foundation enables new memories to be cherished forever. Now, all of this is possible only because your generosity and support help our nation's greatest heroes and their families donate 11 bucks a month. That's what they're asking all of us to do. Tunnels to Towers, their website, the letter T, the number two. The letter t.org. That's T, the number two, the letter T.org. Do it because they did it for us.
1: Breaking news straight from the source. Sean Hannity talks to the people involved in the big news stories every day. Sean Hannity.
0: That's going to wrap things up for today. Uh, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News. Paul Manafort speaks out. Liz Cheney's primary opponent for the Republican nomination in Wyoming. And Judge Jeanine Pirro, Lindsey Graham, uh, Kellyanne Conway, and much, much more. Set your DVR. Hannity, 9 Eastern, news you'll never get from the mob. We'll see you tonight. Back here tomorrow. You make this show possible. We never forget it.